Good morning, everybody, and welcome to something a little different, I think. Um, I'm not going to say I'm your host, because I, I, that's not going to be that kind of short day, but I'll get the intros out, out the way for this. But welcome to the first, what we call a GPG coffee morning, or coffee with GP, GPG. don't think we've quite settled down. We haven't solidified the name, have we? Yeah, it's a... yeah, but it's uh, it's going to be just a, a little bit little bit of a different show, something a little bit more relaxed, fast and loose, I think. Um Got my coffee ready. I know Pox has got one as well. I'm sure do, Luke, yeah. although oh, yes. I'm obviously feeling a little little worse for where he's recovering from COVID, has one has one as well. So yes. and yeah, good morning, everybody. Um hopefully this is gonna be a nice fun show. We'll probably chat a bit for about an hour, talk about what we've been playing, maybe some of the some of the news that's come up this this week. But yeah, um Obviously, I'm joined by Pucks and Luke. Pucks, how are you doing this morning, Matt? Hello, good morning. I'm doing very well, thanks. Yeah, I've, uh, I think as I was saying, saying to you uh, just behind the scenes a moment ago, before Luke actually joined, uh, very late last night, I got given a download code for Elden Ring, and I've only just done the tutorial section of that. Um, I'm very much looking forward to jumping into the game. But uh, I know for most of my week, I've actually been playing Dark Souls 1, because I had it as part of my, I think, Games of Gold many years ago that I never played. Uh Got sucked up into the hyper building ring. Thought I'd jump into my first proper Souls game, and I've been enjoying it so far. But I don't know how much more I'm going to be playing Dark Souls One because I've now have Elden Ring to jump on. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. see how it goes. And how about yourself, Luke? Man, I know. Obviously, for those who missed it, you are uh, suffering from COVID. Thankfully, nothing too too serious. But other than that, how how are you doing, man? Yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh yeah, very well. Uh apart from apart from that, but I don't I don't feel too bad with it, so that's good. Um and yeah, I mean I've been playing pretty much just Elden Ring uh the last few days. Uh I think surprise, I'm surprise, eh? Yeah, surprise, surprise. So I, I finished Horizon. Uh I, I say finished. Um I'm gonna go back, but I just kind of wanted a break uh from it. So I finished main story uh about a week ago. Uh, and then dove into Elden Ring, and sort of first hour was good, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll probably go back. And then I realised, kind of that evening after I played the hour, that I couldn't stop thinking about going back. And I was like, oh, okay, it's one of those games where I'm going to get like this now. So I think I've put, and this is a lot for me within the period. I think I've put maybe 15 hours into it, okay. um, and I've, I, I'm still in the first area if you want to call it that i mean there, there is so much in that game it is bonkers it's totally bonkers uh and I, having said that i think the last two hours have been literally against the same boss which i'm really struggling <laughs> really struggling with um I, I blame covid uh but uh yeah no it's it's brilliant so i've been playing that mainly uh and, and bits of i actually played some forza horizon yesterday because i wanted kind of a, a palate nice. cleanser um to uh to elden ring which was really nice actually so i enjoyed that very nice. Got a few people in the, in the chat already. Thank you all very much for joining. We've got we've got a normal GPG podcast host Flap. He's in he's in the chat there. Morning morning Flap. Obviously, sorry you couldn't couldn't make the show this morning. Uh, it's probably worth mentioning. Obviously, we missed the show on Thursday, and that's kind of why we wanted to do something this morning. Obviously, we we want to make sure we're um, we're doing something. And times can often be a little difficult you know life often gets in the way which can be a little bit of a little bit of a pain but um these are the sorts of things that you know sometimes you have to put on one side but um yeah we've got a, a free hour on on a sunday morning so it's nice to be able to chat we've got wandering dutch uh stubs also in the chat there good morning gentlemen thank you very much for for joining so well i wanted to talk about what we've been playing this this week first obviously you guys have kind of jumped jumped into it already so pox dark souls so yes, me and you are on a little bit one. of Dark Souls run. I'm, <laughs> so I'm playing Dark Souls three in the morning. You're in Dark Souls um, one. What what made you what made you jump into Dark Souls? Is it just is it just it was, the, the Soulsborne formal that everyone it, seems to have it, at the moment? It's it's hundred percent that I've been completely yeah. suckered into the Elden Ring hype. Uh, I I know you're gonna hate me for this. I'm one of these people that do scroll through TikTok and things like that, and it's. <laughs> But I know, but it's littered with a load of people playing Elden Ring. It's partially spoiler, which is a shame in a way, but at the same time, me constantly watching it, it's been like, oh man, this game's just looking better and better. And yeah. again, articles are coming out saying it's one of the, you know, one of the best games they've played in the longest time kind of thing. And yeah, I just got so suckered in that I thought, but then at the same time, sorry, I also, you know, I'm aware that it, it's a Souls game. And a lot of people, I think, have, 
again, I've read all sorts of things online where people have traded the game in because, you know, it's too difficult. And then they have the whole dialogue of, oh, it should have accessibility options. And the devs are like, sorry, if you suck at the game, that's your fault. Um, <laughs> but I don't think that's a bad thing. I, I don't know what you guys think, but uh, it's just one of those things I think out of all, you know, if, I don't know if it's easy for every game to be given accessibility or not. Um, but at the same time, you know, the devs want it to be difficult and it's a difficult game. But people love it for that, right? It's kind of like in its DNA. Yeah. Um, but no, I've, I've got really... like a, a yeah, thought about the difficulty side of things. I don't think, like, it obviously. I've seen your tweets hard. where you're getting absolutely ticked off. And... It is, it is hard. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm not going to deny it's hard, but I don't find the difficulty uh, sort of any a barrier or anything. I think. There's just some design design decisions that they have made, probably on purpose. That just pissed me off. <laughs> like, and the main <laughs> one that I've come up against at the moment at the moment is I'm up to uh, I can't remember the name of the boss uh, in Dark Souls Three, where he's basically a guy with a flame sword, and then halfway through he spits into a two versions of himself, a ghost version, and and not. Um, it's uh, Boreal something or other, the, the area that I'm in at the minute. Apologies, I can't remember exactly. But the bonfire that I'm at is about two minutes away from the boss, and it's not far. But getting from that bonfire to the boss is an absolute bitch. It just feels cheap as anything. <laughs> I put um, the bonfire outside the bloody yeah, boss door. Is it, is it Vault? Is it Vault of the Boreal Valley? Is that the boss? Um, Vort. I can't because that's the only. He's the, isn't he the first boss? Or is, he's, he's oh, the, he's, it, he's it might be. Because um, that one isn't isn't too bad. So Vault was the first boss. He's like an ice dog. Um, Where's the uh, what? Uh, what's the area you're in? Like, are you, what are you in a building or? Yeah, um, it's. Oh, I'll I'll find it for for you, Luke, mate, and I'll, I'll let you yeah. know. Um, while I'm looking that up, basically, getting from the bonfire to the boss is. It, I'm often losing like three, four flasks sometimes just getting there. Yeah. And so I'm running back to it because I don't want to go on the boss fight if I haven't had a good run to the boss fight, and I'm just finding that really. It's. Insane. It's funny that you say that actually because uh, that's that's often been like I mean it's a very deliberate design choice and it and it's. Yeah been there since every souls game uh and i think there are some bosses where that's not an issue because the run itself is very easy to get to them and there's others which are absolute pains in the arse so i totally agree with that funnily enough they have completely uh fixed that uh, in elden ring so every Every boss fight now has a, uh, a, a site of grace, which is Elder Ring's bonfires, uh, directly outside the boss fight. So you never have to do any run to get to the boss. You can literally spawn outside where the boss is and then go straight to the boss fight. So um, they've made it a lot more accessible and uh, easy, uh, quote-unquote, uh, although then you get to the boss fight and you realise that they're just as hard, uh, if not harder than some of the ones. That the second main story boss in Elder Ring is is an absolute pain in the arse, so it doesn't really matter that you spawn outside him. Um, yeah. But the thing but, is, I'd uh, rather get me ass kicked by the boss rather yeah. than me ass kicked by a couple of enemies on the way to the boss, because yeah, I, I was playing yeah. last night and bit, what I'm doing is I'm trying to get to the boss, taking as little damage as possible. So I'm going in with like full flasks or at least no yeah. more but one. Um, but because the enemies that you encounter on the way, and it's it's Pontiff Sullivan. Oh, um, in the church. In the ethereal of the Boreal Valley. Yeah. In, in, yeah. In yeah. He, he has those two swords, doesn't he? he he's pain yeah. in the ass. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, I did a co-op with a friend yesterday and we did it in his game. But we yeah. couldn't do it in my game, so I'm still I'm still kind of stuck there. There, uh, there, unfortunately. But it's just little things like that. Like I don't mind beating my head against the the wall of the boss, so to speak. Um, yeah, it's just the frustration of you know spending twenty minutes trying to get there before I can actually get my ass kicked by the boss. Um, yeah, trying to get yeah. there in as good a state as possible. You know. Yeah, yeah, no, as I say, it's, uh, it is a thing that they have changed in Elden Ring. I mean, just, uh, you know, bonfire sites in general, there are, That's really they're numerous, fair, numerous in the world. There, there are so many, 
uh, all over the place. Uh, so it's it, it is quite nice. It is a it's a refreshing change because it does remove that layer of frustration of having to do the run to the boss and and kind of you know as you say you've you've really got to get to the boss unless you're you know mega good at the game, which very few people actually are. Um, you've got to get there with full flasks, you know, full items, uh, and and be ready for it. So yeah, totally agree with that. Yeah. When you well, when just... you when you was playing it, Scott, how did you approach the game? Because my biggest mistake was I, I know it's a difficult game, but I kind mm. of approached it initially like a hack and slash and taking trying to take on everything that I came across. And I know the first mm. time you go to Limgrave in Dark Souls One, I know if you've you have played Dark Souls One, haven't you? Right? I haven't actually. Dark Souls Three was the first one I played, and I, I oh, right. I spoke to a few people and they, I said, look, I want to get into it because I, I want to give it a try. I've never really played them, hmm. but the, what I've seen kind of had an interest is, but obviously it was kind of in the rub, the Elden Ring. And people said that maybe Dark Souls 3 was like a good place to kind of jump in. Um, so right. I bought Dark Souls 3, I bought Sekiro and then Elden Ring and I'm still stuck on <laughs> Dark Souls 3. I think I'm going to skip Sekiro. I'll come to yeah. it one day, but I think I'm going to go Dark Souls 3 and then I'll probably play Elden Ring straight, straight yeah. after, but I'm trying to complete it first. Because I very much jumped into it like a hack and slash and taken on. I think, I mean, Luke, you may well remember on Dark Souls 1, as you get to the initial like limb grave area after the tutorial section, I think just around one of the corners is like a graveyard and like loads of skeletons kind of spawn up out of nowhere. And I thought, oh, yeah. I'll, just, I'll just try and take all these on. It shouldn't be a big deal. And then I was just getting absolutely swarmed by like one or two skeletons. And it's like, what <laughs> yeah. the hell's going on? Like, why, am I, why do I suck yeah. so bad? And then, and then I read things and looked up some videos on YouTube and stuff about it. And people were saying, no, you have to play quite passive with it. You can't just mm. run in. You have to be careful. And then I was making mistakes, like really stupid mistakes, like uh, spamming the attack button and then wondering why I'm not dodging out of the way. And it's like, oh, because my stamina's yeah, stamina, gone low. Yeah. Things yeah. like that. So now that I kind of understand more of those kind of mechanics behind it, and I, I can't just... You can't just go guns blazing and expect a good outcome. It's I'm actually yeah. starting to enjoy it because I now understand that, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's very much a, it's got a very unique um you know, combat system that when you first go into it, it it is quite foreign because it's very uh it's it's very hack and slash, but it's it's extremely tactical. So it's all essentially about resource management and your resources essentially your stamina. Um, and it's it's learning when to go in and when to back off because the enemies, even low level enemies in El- in any Souls game, um, just do a lot of damage, uh, e- even if they're slow with it. And so if you if you do kind of if your concentration does slip, um, you get really badly punished for it. And also Souls games do this thing where they're like, okay, here's the area you're in, here's this bit over here, and you're like, oh, I'll go and have a look, and then you get absolutely obliterated and realize, and it doesn't tell you, but you have to realize for yourself that this is a high level area. Like you have to come back here. <laughs> so go over there instead. So, uh, and, uh, and Elder Ring does that a lot as well, where it's like, okay, here's the world. And you know, here's this bit over here. If you go here at level X, you will die. Like you've just got no chance. You don't do any damage. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, you know, I've, I've seen clips of, of people, you know, new to Souls games, new to Elder Ring, just getting into a boss fight and just charging, like, straight in. Like, not even looking at, like, the, the attacks that are coming in and then just get wiped out within about four seconds. I think so. if, if it's one thing I really like about Dark Souls, though, like, even though it's a difficult game, is that, from what I've witnessed so far, every enemy attack, whether it's a boss or a standard enemy, it's it's super well choreogra- choreographed, if you understand what I mean. Like you, you haven't can got see to. it's coming and it's completely down to you to interpret that and what's gonna happen. Although I have Wait also till... seen videos where you think it's gonna be one type of attack and it's just yeah. the worst thing ever. And it's like the range is ridiculous kind of thing and yeah. things, things like that. Yeah. Wait to the uh, second main boss of Elden Ring before you say <laughs> about choreographed attacks. Oh no. Okay. Um, I look forward to it. Gonna say, yeah, there's there is I know what you mean by that, Pox, but like yeah, there's a there's a few things where like I think I've nailed a dodge and I've got behind him. And I'm about to swing, but then it's like a like almost like an AOE attack, or it's like a slash attack where he's slashed with yeah. his sword, but the slash then goes behind him as well and hits his oh, enemy. Right, yeah. I thought I've yeah. nailed the dodge. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not even sure if I'm enjoying it. Like the minute, <laughs> the minute. Well, I kind of get the sense like the immense gratification once you do the thing that you've been beating your head against the wall against for however long. It kind of reminds us back in the day of playing like obviously completely different games, but when I used to play things like Metal Slug in the arcade and you used to just yeah. 
Gahamed used to waste all your parents' money, but then you beat what or you got past it or you beat the boss or whatever. Um, and you just get kind of an immense yeah. sense of satisfaction yeah. from that. And it's a similar thing here, but like kind of like prior to that, it's just a buildup of frustration and anger. I actually rage quit that boss last night. I just said, fuck it, <laughs> turn me Xbox <laughs> off and went on, went on Halo because it kind of got got that got that point. Yeah. So, I have interest. Your Dark Souls Three is that the remastered version, or is this the original 360? Is it 360 game? No, I don't. Don't no, think the remastered. This, I think, it's the original. Just Xbox. Yeah, it's the original. It was on. But it was on uh, Xbox One and PS4, wasn't it? Oh right. Yeah, okay. it, it does yeah. have FPS boost, which is nice. So does it okay. 60. Um, I, I don't. Uh, is Elden Ring 60 FPS, Luke? Oh, but it tries to be. It should be. <laughs> At least that, that's the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. performance issues aside. Uh, I, I I don't know on um, on last gen consoles, but but current gen, yes, it has a performance mode of sixty fps. Because I couldn't imagine uh, playing that game at thirty. I imagine. Uh, it would, no, it'd be, it'd be rough. A much less pleasure, pleasurable experience. Not that it's particularly pleasurable anyway, but uh, yeah, yeah, well, I imagine it being pretty pretty tough. You basically you need all the advantages you can get in that game. One of which is a high frame rate. So uh, the higher the frame rate, the the uh, the more you can uh win yeah that, uh, that that's fair so performance issues aside although we can come up with that in, in a sec if, if you like luke um obviously you were super excited for Elden ring like you are the souls yeah. guy um in in the in the group there how how, how have you found it so far and how's it sort of landed with with your expectations going going into it yeah i mean um yeah the the performance issues are uh still frustrating um it, it just has this weird stutter it it also um and this is on pc i think actually console performance is a little better uh than this but the pc version's got some weirdness to it so um yeah there's this weird stutter that happens going through the world which i think is tied to loading and dx12 um, so they need to actually fix that they did do a patch the other day which seemed to fix some issues that i had so that was good but there are still just random areas that you're in the area and you're getting like you know 55 frames a second like consistently or 56 like you're not even getting a lock 60 and i'm okay because i've got g-sync so input lag wise it's not impacting too much but you can still notice that you know your frame rate's a little lower and really and then you look at what the gpu is doing and it's and the cpu and they're not like fully engaged so there's something going on in terms of how the game's working um but all, all that aside and i i can put it aside i think in this case um i think it's just been i mean it's a fantastic game i mean it's a really 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 fantastic game it's um just uh you know, it, it is a Souls game, so I think people coming to it expecting something else aren't, you know, aren't going to be satisfied. But it, I think because it's open world, it does remove that level of frustration that you get with other Souls games because you can just go and do something else. Like, the world is big enough that you can, you know, if you get stuck on a main boss, you don't have to bash your head against it if you don't want to. You can go away, you can find other areas, you can find other bosses. I think, you know, for example, in the... Um, and, and the game is massive. I mean, I can't imagine how big this game is, actually, once, once you kind of go beyond it. But the starting area alone is unbelievably huge on a surface level. It then has a number of catacombs, underground cities, um, you know, connected to it. Um, and I, I think I've discovered maybe six or seven optional bosses in that area. That's not all of them, uh, yeah. along with the two main bosses. Uh, I think I read there was something like 14 regions in the game or something like that. I think I made one or two of them. So, um, you know, there are whole parts of the map that just spring up, you know, that you, you, that you don't realize are there and then suddenly it's there. Um, and uh, it's it, there's just uh, there's that sense of even more so than something like and you know I'll make the funny comparison to Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> even compared to that, like in Breath of the Wild, you know you had this world and nothing's really you know you have a map but nothing's really shown to you that much. You know you don't have any um, great directionality with it. And Elder Ring's very much the same. But I think in Breath of the Wild you would after maybe. 
10, 12 hours, there would still be surprises in the world, but you kind of got the feel of, okay, this is what the world's made up of. It's made up of shrines and various other bits and pieces, and maybe I'll come across a surprising thing. In Elden Ring, it's like, you know, in within 15 hours, there are there's so much weird stuff in it that you're like, oh, what's that? And then you'll go over and it's something you've never seen before. Um, you know, um, there's... Uh, I, and this isn't a main story spoiler, but for example, within my first two hours, I went into a catacomb and beat some enemies, um, managed to get a chest at the end of it, opened the chest, and uh, I was expecting an enemy, because that's usually what happens in, in Dark Souls games, you know, they'll spring an enemy on you. Uh, and instead, a fog came out of it and then transported me to a completely separate section of the map. Um and it was this horrible area, like this <laughs> unbelievably depressing area that was way too high level. And uh, even worse was that uh, usually in Elden Ring, you can just um, you can press the select button, essentially, and you can teleport to any bonfire side of grace anytime you like, uh, except when you're in a catacomb, which it put me in. So I had to actually find my way out of this place to actually get out, you know, outside of the world. And it's just kind of stuff like that, which, you know, is just really wonderful. I mean, frustrating in one respect, you know, because you're like, well, I don't want to be here. But um, but it's just, it, it's a brilliant game. It's a really, really brilliant, brilliant game. And it's an incredible open world. And I just... Um, I'm just shocked at how much is in it, you know, in this opening area itself. Um, it's just, it's just really unbelievable to be honest. Um, so what yeah, very much a, enjoy it. What kind of class do you run as Luke? So usually I'd, uh, run as something pretty melee based, but I thought I'd mix mm. it up with this one. So I've actually gone with the astrologer, which is, uh, a, a mage. Uh, but I kind of, uh, run a, the good thing about uh, Souls games in general, uh, particularly the Dark Souls and games in this one, is that yes, you can pick a class, but you, it, it really doesn't mean you're fixed into a play style at all. It yeah. just means that you have an advantage in a particular play style from the beginning. So with the Astrologer, you know, it means that you have access to magic right from the beginning. But if you then want to change that and pivot it, which I am starting to do now into like a, a melee class, and I'm trying to base it around like blood damage which is quite strong in the game uh then then you can do so that's that's what i'm doing at the moment but uh yeah um i'm quite enjoying the magic because uh, it's uh, although it's really hard to find spells so uh i'm just I running with the same two spells i know when i was doing dark souls one i i i've replayed that the tutorial kind of asylum area about five times just going through different classes before i eventually realized again reading up online that People say, oh, it doesn't really matter what class you pick. You can do yeah. anything whenever you want. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, the game doesn't hold my hand at all. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what point yeah. should go where. Yeah, you can, I mean, you, yeah, it, that, it's very true, though. You know, you can just, you can pick a class, but it's really up to you how you want to build it from there, how you want to build your character. You do not have to, you know, I don't have to fix myself to just running magic all game. I can, if I want, I can just start building points into, you know, a, a very heavy strength-based melee class and it's going to take me more time than if i started with another class to do that but the options there and and inversely you know you can change from something heavily melee based into magic but that's a little harder so um yeah just another way of souls not really you know it just gives it's kind of just a framework of a character to work with and then it's like off you go do what you want <laughs> we're not going to give you any direction but do what you want how about you scott what do you typically play as in the game well dark souls free well yeah well that that was the thing um I obviously have never played one uh, a game before. I didn't really know. So um, I just picked a knight or something, basically. Yeah. Whichever class had the highest strength number when I selected <laughs> that, basically, because I thought that might come in handy. Um, and since then, I've kind of just put all my stats into strength, stamina, and HP, basically. Um, so I've got nothing in luck or faith or anything like that, just hoping that I can basically brute force well, we unlucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then I have sort of come across situations now where I'm regretting some of those choices because um, it took me ages to figure out how to do this. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm using a guide to get through it because kind of like it's very easy to get lost, even in the more linear Dark Souls compared to Elden Ring. You know, it's like a bloody maze. So I've been going through a guide, but just to try and help me know where to go more, mm. more than anything. So I didn't realize that you could use the souls that you get from the boss to create weapons. Um, 
Yeah. So I've just been using them to get more souls, uh, which turned out to not be a particularly good choice, I don't think. But then when I figured that out, um, I did use um, one of the souls to craft a sword that looked pretty damn cool. But I can't use it because I don't have enough faith. You needed to have, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. faith. So I've got this sword that looks mm. awesome and, you know, I, I think is pretty powerful, but I can't use it because I don't have enough. So I'm starting to put it in some of those others, some of those other um, uh, things now. Um, I'll probably, when I play Elden Ring, I might go for like maybe a more magic-based build um, just to try something a bit um, different. Although I don't know, I've heard the Souls community talk about how that's that's easy mode, apparently, for Souls oh, games. It's, it's total nonsense. It's yeah, total um, nonsense. I've read this, so but again, maybe, maybe it's just my play style because, I again, Doctor's one going around classes and I try to source drugs. People say, oh, yeah, it's like completely OP and stuff. Yeah. Because, I'm, because I'm, you know, they say, oh, with a sorcerer, yes, you've got like a dagger or a sword at the beginning of the game, at least in the first game. Mm. You can still, you know, the whole idea is that you're using your spells, but you only had like 30 casts before you had to go to a bonfire. And I'm sitting there mm. casting the living shit out of everything I can. <laughs> and before I know it, I've run out of magic. And it's like, I've not even got anywhere. Like, I'm clearly playing this wrong. So for me, I kind of gave up on that. And I can see it's OP from some clips I've seen online, like bosses where a guy's just holding a spell in one direction and not moving but this boss's health bar is just like oh that was that was the uh that was elden ring wasn't it that's um, yes, yeah, yeah. i think that is specifically i won't uh, i don't like spoiling bosses but that is the second boss that he's absolutely obliterating oh, right. with that right, okay. so i think i think uh, like an elden ring thing of that was that he'd like gone off done hours and hours of other stuff found this spell come back and then just been able to melt oh, this okay. boss through a through a spell so uh and and stuff like that so Pete, but it's no different to you know doing exactly the same thing going away for an hours and hours and finding like some unbelievable weapon you know some sword uh, and then coming back and obliterating him that way. The the magic thing in Souls is is such a nonsense because first of all, it isn't OP. It doesn't make it magically easier. Um, it makes it so you can be a bit more passive in your playstyle because you you know you can be at a distance. But guess what? Like the bosses dodge spells like they don't yeah. just like uh, sure. uh, that that spell. I think it's like an auto lock, so they can't dodge it. But any other spell it, it's a projectile it travels and they literally roll out of the way so uh and obviously you can you know predict that and try and take advantage of it but uh it doesn't make it easier really and um i think as well it's nonsense because you know it's a class in the game like yeah. <laughs> you know it's not it's 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 just it's meant for you to use if you want to use it if you want to play that way mm. um uh, it it's not an easy code uh and and also these are games that um you they're deliberately designed to make you feel absolutely useless in terms of you are hopelessly overwhelmed and overmatched in most fights that you have in the game so um the idea of just having a bit of an advantage is actually nice right because you've got to you've got to kind of, i think i read i think maybe jeff grubb said this where he's like you know everything's designed to kill you just so harshly like why wouldn't you just try and do whatever you could if you're actually in that world yeah. to to beat these things one of which is use magic so i just i just don't like that i get the soul's purest thing like you should melee everything and you should never use a summon you should never use x and it's like well, yeah but that's not that's not how the game was designed the game was designed around this stuff and you can use it if you want yeah that's almost like you know people who want to try the hardest version of doing a game like maybe doing a lasso run on halo i know the cost yeah. is completely different but like it adds an extra element of challenge if you want to do that, but that's not the yeah. way to play the game, you know. You, yeah, exactly. You, it's it's yeah, it's it's almost like a survival game in some sense. You've got to use all the tools at your disposal to try and yeah, just get to the next bonfire in most cases, which is kind of what I'm doing. It's just right, I need to get to this next bonfire. Um yeah. and if I get to that next bonfire, I can rest easy at least for two minutes until I go back out and things start trying to kill yeah, exactly. me again, you know. So <laughs> yeah. Question for you. Because I know you jumped into Elden Ring. I mean, I kind of find it found it a bit annoying. I don't, I don't even know what the word is. Just irritating, I guess. But even from the starting area, like, the, like I've not even moved the character yet. I've watched a cutscene. I've appeared in wherever I am, and then immediately there's just like I don't know what you call them, but like the, the text that like players can write. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like 
everywhere and it's like, <laughs> yeah and like at some point and like even there's a you know you go through some areas and there's like a like a platform that shoots up into the like i don't know upper load of levels and then eventually you go through a door and you start the game but there's like a lever yeah. there or a lever, yeah. whatever but then like people have put like these text things on that oh, so on you that, have yeah. to like <laughs> just, oh, for <laughs> sake, i'm not gonna have this for the whole game am i just constant scrolls of text yeah. people saying i don't know like praise the god whatever the thing is yeah 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 no there, there are quite a lot in this uh i don't know if that's an indication of that they you know uh from have just allowed more to be displayed at one time uh or it's an indication of the sheer amount of players that are in it uh but yeah it, it can be a bit annoying it, it, i mean it's 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 kind of half and half sometimes it, they're super useful and people like do try and use them to help other people sometimes yeah. it's just some you know the amount of ones that i've seen next to walls where it's like hidden path here and there's no I've hidden path yeah, yeah like there's no hidden path like stuff like that um that's annoying or just you know meme posts as much as you can do with them in in souls uh and in elden ring um so uh but you can i think i don't know if you can get them off just for an option but you can certainly just play offline if you wanted to and just just get rid of them i'm able to think of it for now because i think i do also like seeing when you see the silhouettes of players just getting absolutely battered by something yeah Yeah. (laughs) i quite enjoy watching that for some reason so yeah i'll see how i get on I've not been daft enough to like. I've come up across uh, come across some of those. I don't even know what they call the messages. Have they got a particular? Because you've got the 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 blood something or other. What's it called? Um, you know the ones where it shows. Oh uh, yeah, it shows the death. Yeah, yeah, blood uh, spot or blood something. Stain or something. Yeah. yeah, and then you've got the, you've got the messages. There's a few where they'll be like on a cliff edge, and it'll say, "Oh, jump here." Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. But obviously there'll be no doubt people who have probably fallen for that because they think there's oh, like yeah. some sort of yeah. secret yeah. over there. And it's just like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm not gonna not gonna listen. So the only confusing thing with, with that particular instance though is again, I think through a random video I found, I, I think there is an instance where you someone did jump into I don't know, like a body of water somewhere, but it did actually take them somewhere. <laughs> so it's like Oh Christ! Okay, so there might be a place where you may have to jump, but outside of that, most of the time, as you say, you know, it's just it's just useless yeah. situation to, to troll you. Uh, on the subject, on the subject of jumping, um, yeah. because the game has no tutorial, I went about six or eight hours maybe without realizing that you could both sprint and jump in <laughs> until a friend until a friend told me because I didn't hold the B or whatever button it is to to sprint and then you've got you can only jump when sprinting and, and you click in the left stick I think the controllers and I didn't even think of doing that so I was just sort of trundling along until I caught up with a friend and he started I was like how are you running so fast I thought he just had like light armor or something on and he just ran fast he's like no you can sprint and then yeah, yeah, you can you can jump as well. Not that jumping seems to do absolutely anything in the game. I haven't actually found a purpose for jumping. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or at least maybe I've just not been jumping in the right places. But I've not actually found a, a useful use for for it really. Yeah, so. yeah, it's certainly more useful in Elden Ring, uh, just yeah. because it's you know different terrain and uh, also the jumping attack is quite useful and. Yeah. Uh, I guess you know one of the uses is if if a boss does a low attack, for example, you might be able to jump out of the way rather than dodge. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So other than Elden Ring, Luke, has anything else been taking your fancy this week? Has it just been all in on that? Uh, just just pretty much all in on that. Um, I'm trying to think uh, if I've played anything else. So yeah, a bit, bit of thoughts. Uh, I played a bit of Halo. Uh, oh, I, d- I did play the. Uh, there's a demo for Kirby on the Forgotten oh, yeah, yeah. Lands yes. on the Switch. So I did play that. Played through all of that. That's actually really enjoyable. Uh, oh, really like that. Yeah, yeah re- really like that a lot. Um, uh, just, t- I mean, typical Nintendo, but it feels usually kind of play a Kirby game, and you know. It feels fine, but it doesn't feel particularly special. Like it's you know enjoyable, but but not memorable. Mm-hmm. This one feels like it could be quite a special game uh, from the couple of uh, demos, a uh, couple of levels that they've put in the demo. Um, it's also a really good looking game for the Switch. It is thirty frames a second, which is uh, annoying, but uh, equally, 
you can see why it's 30 frames a second for the Switch um, because it, it's it's pushing visuals in a way that not many other games do. Um, it's kind of on that Luigi's Mansion 3 level of, of visual fidelity, so that's cool. Uh, I've also been playing uh, Metroid still, which is like the slowest run anyone's ever you done. Of, oh, well. No, I haven't finished it. I think I think I'm over halfway, uh, but I kind of put it. The, see, the thing is that I I really need to stick to it because I I get into it and I play like an hour ish, let's say, in advance, and then the worst thing I think you can do in that game is leave it for a few days or over that and come back, and then you're like, where the hell am I? where the hell am I going? Like, and you look at the map and it's, it's not like a, obviously again, it's Metroidvania, so it's not really pointing you where to go. You just kind of have to figure that out. And so it takes me then about another, you know, 30, 40 minutes to realize where the hell I'm supposed to be going and like what I haven't tried and what I haven't done. So, um, so yeah, very slow playthrough of that, but that's, that's been it. And obviously I just finished Horizon the other week. So I was kind of well into that before I, uh, played Elden Ring. That issue that you're having with Metroid, I'm having a similar issue with um, Dying Light 2 because um, uh, okay. I'm kind of playing that, but because I'm kind of trying to focus on Dark Souls, I may be going back to it ever so often, you know, not 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 particularly frequently. Um, and I'm kind of in there and I'm like, all right, where, where am I in the story? Where do I need to go? And it takes me like 30 minutes just to try and understand where i was up to where i am yeah going next which um is is a little a little frustrating but i think i'll put that in the back burner for now focus on dark souls then elder ring then maybe get back to it um are you gonna I'll, finish I'll dark souls 3 before jumping into elder ring or are you gonna yeah. give up at some point like, you're gonna give it a bash <laughs> well i think i've made decent progress i think where i'm up to at the moment i'm about like maybe 13 14 hours in um Based on the guys that I've seen, it looks like I'm roughly halfway-ish. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm kind of mainlining it uh, as much as much as possible. Um, the one thing that I guess I don't I did I, yeah I found it frustrating was I got to a point in the game and look you might remember this where you get to a bridge where you fight a wolf and then you can't cross the bridge. Oh and yeah, doll. yeah. And I was like, where the where's this doll no one's told me i need a doll until this point it doesn't tell you where to get the doll how to get yeah. the doll, who you're going to kill to get the doll or anything so i mean it was a good job that obviously i'm coming at it fairly late i just looked it up i wasn't going to try and figure that out but it just made me think like how the bloody hell like no doubt when dark souls 3 came out and when people or people if people were reviewing it sort of ahead of launch people got that bridge without that doll and they would have had no clue where to go to get that doll. I mean, obviously, they might have spoke with friends and the people playing it, but it was just like, you know, who, how, how are you meant to know um, where to go? So I've had to do some backtracking at certain points, but I think I'm roughly halfway-ish. Um, but I'm not sort of seeking out all the optional bosses unless kind of it's it's imperative to kind of progressing with the with the story. Um, so I'm going to see that through pucks and then and then jump into Elden Ring. But like I say, I did also pick up Sekiro, um, so I do want to get to that. I know it's sort of slightly different, um, but I do want yeah. to try and get get to that um, when when I can. So have you been playing much else, pucks? Just Dark Souls outside of Dark Souls, and obviously now going to be starting Elden Ring. I actually, um, I I kind of have moments where I come on it for a few months and then off it, but uh, Rocket League is another thing I'm now back into again. So, throughout my lunch breaks in the week, I'll just if I'm working from home, I'll just jump straight on, play a few games, get annoyed at certain people or myself, (laughs) and then yeah, um, I'm not playing, I've not been playing a lot of competitive though, I've been mainly just doing standard casual. Uh, gaming, but um, but I I got to a point. I don't, I don't know if you ever get this way with Rocket League, Scott. But I've, when you play it enough, and you think actually, if I pay for the Rocket Pass, I'll get all these unlockables. So, and I had a few credits in my name anyway. So I thought if I just top it up and buy the pass, I'll get all of this free yeah. stuff effectively. So, so with, with that, I think one thing is if you really commit to it, Pox, I've only got the Battle Pass in Rocket League once. But if you really mm. commit to it, you do unlock enough credits to get the next battle pass. It's similar to sure, Fortnite yeah. in that respect. So kind of the way I approach it is I play it really casually. I do play ranked, but like I maybe play a couple of games a night, you know, after some Halo or after I beat my head against the, the Dark Souls wall for a bit, I'll jump in and play some Rocket League and things like Gang Beasts, you know, it's like a, a little bit of a sure. fun palette cleanser at the end of the night, but not enough where I'm really committed to it. Um, so if I was to 
properly commit to it like I did a couple of seasons ago, then I'd, I'd get the battle pass because you get you know the the, the credits back and mm. it's a decent rocket pass uh, as they call it. And they actually do something pretty good, which I don't think other games do. Which is just I don't think it ends. Like you can just keep going. Like the main thing is one to hundred, but you can kind of yeah. progress past a hundred, and it gives you like different variants of the things you unlocked. Yeah, there's like um, never an like experience cap, is there? It's just I think yeah. my total pretty, pretty experience nice. is like I'm about a level. I'm like level two hundred and ten or something now. Like whatever that uh, means, but yeah. yeah. But then I think it goes I'm like six hundred yeah. or something like that now on Rocket League. You're diamond level, aren't you? You're diamond, Frank. I, I think I have been in the in the past. I'm not right, too okay. sure what I am now. I I think the highest I got, yeah I think I'm diamond at the moment. I think the highest I got is platinum, um, but I've failed to reach those heights. Yeah. Since I don't put the time into it now, that yeah. that's the thing. Why before you know I, I would put a lot a lot of time in. So, are you a Rocket League fan, Luke, or is it not your kind of thing? Uh, no, uh, well at least not uh, something that I play. Um, regularly or anything like that i did i did play it a bit back in the day like kind of within the first year and a bit that it came out uh so i do think it's good and i do enjoy it but it's just never something that's entered into like my rotation if you want to call it that yeah yeah so my rotation normally goes uh i'll start with at the minute I'll start with dark souls play that until it pisses us off then probably jump into halo play that until it pisses us off and then play some rocket league and then at the minute i'm playing a lot of gang beasts <laughs> Of all things, okay. you know, at the, at the end, just with a few fans, because it's um. To be I've fair, never actually, I've never actually played it. To be perfectly honest, but uh, there's a game games, that's yeah. full of shit, right? And that's right. complete <laughs> bullshit. It's gang beasts. There is no more bullshit than, than that's the than physics based, beasts, like throwing people off ledges and stuff, right? Like, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 a lot. It's a lot of fun. It takes a while. It's weird because it takes a while to learn the mechanics. It's not just like you can just jump in and do it. You've got to learn like, right, what are the, the different combination of things uh, like punches and headbutts and flying cool. kicks and how do you pick someone up and throw them and things like that. So, but, but it's a lot of fun with, with friends, you know, if you're not taking it, not taking mm. it too seriously. So yeah. Uh, has any particular news or any, any topics caught anyone's attention? To, well, one thing I was uh, going to bring up to you, Scott, actually, because I think it's, it's, it's more for you both than for me, but um, uh, yeah. it's been a lot of Halo news that's come out. Um, regarding the season parties and the delays to co-op, although they did confirm yeah. that co-op's going to be four-player online and two-player split-screen and stuff like that. So, yeah, I suppose what are your thoughts on that? Because I know you you both play, like, a load of Halo, right? So. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, over 100 hours in since it launched. Wow. Obviously, that's that's maybe a lot, but I know there'll be many people with a lot more than that. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting because the week started with kind of more community-based feedback around the lack of communication regarding what's coming next um you know a lot um you know i guess fair criticism towards 343 on um the lack of roadmap and things like that um and then friday uh, yeah friday late friday night they announced sort of season two's details so it's going to be called um lone wolves um there's going to be obviously a new battle pass um the there's a new fracture event um they showed off some of the new uh concept off of the new um, battle pass armor cores um there's gonna be two new maps one btb one arena um three new modes in in the game okay. king of the hill land grab and alone wolves which is kind of like an elimination variant of free-for-all um and then the big news i think is co-op and probably most importantly the fact that it's not going to be at season two's launch like they originally yeah. said so they have said they hope to deliver it within season two the thing is they didn't say how long season two would be now, the assumption is season two is going to be three months long because originally the seasons were meant to be three months long, but um, season one ended up being six months long. So they've not actually said just yet. So I'm really hoping it's going to be th three months. And Why do you reckon that is of interest? Do you reckon it is like a, not to get into the whole, you know, all the old stuff about free for free we've talked about in the past, I yeah. guess. But, you know, do you, do you reckon it's just the whole, you know, internal issues of, you know, overscoping or things like that? Or do you reckon it's just the, by the by, it just kind of happened because yeah. even whether it should or should is obviously a different question, I guess. But so uh, they, the the kind of the, I guess the public thing that three four three came out with was like, look, it's for the welfare of the team, and it's so yeah. what I imagine happened, Pox, and they've not publicly stated this is those last six months of development were probably hell for developers. I imagine yeah. getting up to launch of Halo to make sure it hit fall of last year was probably unbelievably challenging, time consuming, uh, and there must be massive crunch leading up to that. Uh, so I think what they basically said is, right, 
you know, after the ship, people are getting time off. And they extended yeah, the season so they- publicly to allow people uh, to allow the developers time to rest and recuperate from they didn't say it, but what was likely an extremely mm-hmm. busy um sort of final final stretch. So I'm hoping that maybe now that they've given the developers an opportunity to rest and recuperate, you know, that they can go back to the original cadence of seasonal content that they originally planned, which was three months long, but they've not said exactly how how long. So yeah, the, the good news on co-op is that it is going to be four-player online, which I think is new. I was kind of always under the impression that it was only going to be two-player. I think a lot of people think it's just going to be two. I, yeah. I'm not a massive fan. I thought it was just going to be two. But uh... Yeah, I don't know if they had previously stated that or whether it's just an assumption. But yeah, the four-player online co-op, which is really, I'm really pleased about that actually because, um, yeah, I, I think the fun that you could have in that sandbox in co-op would be, amazing you know i think we spoke about during the hill show you know we're talking about how you can combine things like grapple hooks and wasps and things like that to just create something that's probably going to be really really fun uh and i'm i've been looking forward to call because i really want to jump back in uh, and complete it on legendary but i'm not going to do that until i've got um until co-ops in there but ultimately you know we we can't hide from the fact that it's bloody disappointing that it's been delayed again um and they weren't even able to commit to Forge being available in season three. Um, they said they were aiming for it, but they were also aiming for Corp to be in season two. So I don't really know w- what it is. Obviously, the game had some unbelievable development challenges. There's no doubt about that. Um, whether that's down to red tape from Microsoft, you know, there's a lot of um, chatter about the fact that Microsoft limits contract lengths on certain roles within the business which uh increases the amount of turnover and staff whether it's just pure mismanagement um you know chris lee left just before um halo and just before joe staten took over um are they still suffering from the effects of that obviously chris lee left for for a reason are they still wrestling with some of the decisions that were made before joe staten came in um or is it something like is the game just bloody cursed which you know, yeah, is definitely uh, an up, uh, yeah. I can't remember, I think it might have been yourself, Scott. I think someone posted it on our Discord, but um, was it the multiplayer lead or something? Left yeah, or Andrew Wits or something, I, I think so. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting because there seems to be a fair bit of turnover in, in staff, but you know, this is a bloody big studio of over 500 people, and over 2,000 people were said to have worked on Halo Infinite. So, you know, there's going to be an element of turnover on that. Um, but yeah, they've had a few people leave, but it's kind of it's interesting because I've heard people talk about how Halo Infinite, they've made really bad choices, go free to play, um, the content's bad, or the content's not coming out quick enough. Um, and then at the same time, the people who are responsible for that leave, and then it's like, oh shit, no, it must be that that's a bad thing. But it's like, but you're you're criticizing the team for what they're doing, and then the people who are making those decisions are leaving, and then that's also a bad thing. When maybe, you know, they bring somebody else into that role, whether it be someone who gets promoted or bring someone else in external could come in and maybe offer a fresh pair of eyes that really helps get it on track. It's difficult to say, you know, if you don't work for 343, you can't say for certain yeah. exactly what's going on. Um, you know, they've th- this guy's probably worked on Halo for five or six years. Maybe he just wants to do something different other than work yeah, on sure. Halo, you know. It could be it could be absolutely nothing. So yeah, I think unfortunately we'll probably never know. Um maybe one day we'll get the Schreier report on Infinite, and that could be interesting to you know, we had something earlier in the year, I think, from, from him. But if we get something more detailed, that could be mm. could be interesting. Um, yeah, but I think from the season two details that they released, trying to maybe speak about it more positively. And, and I don't want to kind of just shy away from criticizing 343 because mm, no, there's been a lot of criticism that has been deserved. You know, the fact that Co-op's not here yet is ridiculous. The fact that the... Um, the there's been little to no content released so far is also... Um, ridiculous, and they deserve all the criticism that's been directed there, there with that. But from a more positive perspective, we are getting new content soon. Look, really looking forward to that. Um, the new maps are desperately needed. The new modes are also desperately needed. Um, the concept art for the Fracture event and the concept art for the Battle Pass armor cores look really good. Um, they look they look really nice. They seem to be not 
Cannon in the same way the Halo, Halo Reach armor calls were. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting some some new content and. The, it looks like the lots be making some changes to the challenges, to the battle pass progression, and things like that. I think that are much needed for the game. The hope is for someone who plays a lot of it is that it's not too little, too late, because there is a fear that you no, know, there's still well, another two months yeah. of this season left, um, or maybe yeah, two months. It's May fifth or third or something like that. That's oh well, that's when starts. season two so, starts, is it? All oh, right, yeah. So it's still two months away. <laughs> so it's still two months away without any additional content, um, other than a few you know, events. Um, the hope is that the new seasons bring players back because, you know, we don't know the extent of it other than looking at Steam numbers, which I don't think is a truly um, representative of the player base. Um, the hope is that it brings some players back and then they can get into a better cadence of releasing this um, these seasons and content and bring those players back and keep them there. Um We'll have to see. Um, Luke, obviously, you're my fellow Halo fan, mate. What, what did you have a chance to to check out um, the the season two details on Friday? And do you have, do you have thoughts on what what was announced? Yeah, so I'm. I mean, I'm glad that they they you know finally came out and they said you know here's what's here's what's going on, um, and you know at least uh, announced some more stuff. I, I think the thing. I, like I'm not too bothered about Co-op or Forge. I get that other people are, so that's you know, and, and I get that it's important for for some people, which is absolutely fine. Uh, for me, never really bothered me. The thing I was looking out for was actual you know content in the multiplayer, so maps and modes, etc. Um, so the thing I, with them, Forge though, look, sorry, sorry to interrupt, is because no, I'm, I'm kind of like you. I I don't touch Forge. I, I'm never going to yeah. touch Forge. It's not my thing. But what comes from Forge is things like action sack playlists yeah, where yeah, yeah. you get a load of community driven maps and community modes yeah. that almost infinitely ex- please excuse the pun um expand the content from a multiplayer perspective or almost yes. i mean obviously whether you interact with that or not but halo 5's big team battle mode was purely made on forge maps um yeah stupid yep. decision it was a ridiculous decision that they did that it still pisses me off to this day that halo 5 didn't come with btb at launch and um but the community around things like that um i, I think is can will be the thing that gives infinite the boost it needs and that will give it more mainstream appeal because you're going to yeah. get the the stupid mods that no pox you might come across these you know the tiktoks the memes the videos and things like yeah. that those have come from people doing stupid and wacky stuff on uh forge related content i think so sure. i think it's i'd rather they got forge out first than co-op yeah. personally for that even though i'm not going to interact with it i guess so didn't didn't want to no no like, no too much man, but yeah i thought no, and that's a fair point. You know, I mean, some of the some of the best mode, like you know, games like the zombie game mode, you know, from Halo Two, yeah. Halo, well, even Halo One, uh, actually, very early incarnation of it came from Forge uh, or like Forge related stuff, so or community led stuff. So, um, so yeah, I agree with that. Uh, but I think that for me, uh, I, you know, I. <sighs> I'm kind of in this halfway house because on the one hand, I totally agree with what you said about, you know, how they've, um, that last six months of development was probably awful and they really, really pushed to get the game out. And the fact that it came out with a, you know, full campaign, you know, obviously there were sacrifices made there, but it was still a good campaign. Uh, and then a, a multiplayer, you know, suite of, you know, however many maps it had, with 10 maps in total or something like that. So, you know, across big team battle and arena. And that was all really good. Um, and then obviously they needed a break and they gave them that, you know, even even when there were issues with big team battle happening, you know, they were kind of adamant that they were sticking to the break. Um and they did, and that's cool. Uh, but I, I just think it's, I still think it's quite poor that all this time yeah. later, you know, we're still only getting two multiplayer maps and one extra mode uh, yeah. as the first, you know, because I think the thing is that even without contractors, etc., Free for Free is still a really big studio. And I'm just really surprised that, you know, that's all they're 
delivering and it's not as if you know i was expecting some arbitrary number of maps you know five maps or something but maybe if they'd said oh well you know this year we've got you know 10 extra maps coming and the first two will release in this season and then you know we'll release the others i think that would have been better but obviously they can't commit to that because i genuinely think that they don't know like they're really it feels like they're really struggling to kind of line up everything in a way that they can actually firmly deliver a date i don't know why that is Mm. um but it feels that way it feels like their roadmap is kind of all over the place and they're adjusting it every couple of weeks uh, which makes me worried i guess going forward because you see these other you know games uh, apex is one and overwatch back in the day was one warzone and blah 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 but uh, where they have this really regular cadence of content coming that's not just, you know, cosmetic, but it's, you know, no modes or characters or maps or whatever. And it feels like they're free for free or really struggling to figure that out, which is understandable to some extent because they don't have any experience in it, really. I mean, I know they did Halo 5, but it, it wasn't the same kind of service game that Infinite's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it, it's a bit disappointing. Uh, I think I'll be happier, to be honest, when I get the new maps because that will probably, like, and the new mode because it will sort of um sate me for a bit like there's the kind of novelty of them and then that wears off and you're like right where's the next thing coming from um personally i hope the reason i guess selfishly for all the delays because they've got a big team working on the next like single player stuff (laughs) um you know whatever (laughs) you know the endless stuff whatever they trademark so um you know and if they reveal that sooner than expected brilliant you know and i'll be kind of happy with that but uh but, but then, you know, that only lasts for so long and then you've got to go back to the multiplayer and if they're not adding, they didn't keep adding loads of content to that, um, it's going to be uh, an issue. But I think, I guess it's a testament to how good the game is that I'm still, you know, I'm still playing it. I still really enjoy yeah. it, even though I've been playing the same map since December, you know, and even, you know, same yeah. modes. And so, um, you know, it's, it's still great and they've made a great core game, but they really need to get into this kind of proper cycle now of, of giving extra content, uh, beyond cosmetics. Yeah, it's, they've kind of struggled to adapt to the live service model that they've, that they've attempted with, uh, with Halo, but even, Live service or not, if you compare it to previous Halo games, I actually saw something yesterday, I think it was, where Halo Infinite's going to officially be the longest a Halo game's gone without additional content post-launch. Um, yeah, in terms yeah. Of the number of days, which, you no, know, all those other games weren't live service, um, but they managed to get additional content. Out, yeah. But it's not. So I th- my, my sort of theory, if you want to call it that, is they basically, they had probably a team working on Season 2 and Season 3 content prior to launch. And what they probably did is they had to take those people off season two and three content. They, uh, I, this could be completely nowhere near the truth, but I imagine they've got small teams working on these different areas of the game. We've got a team on campaign, a team on multiplayer, a team on um, probably season two, and they'll not, they've said they've got a team working on season three now. They probably had to pull those t- people off whatever they were working for future content to help get the game ready for launch. That ultimately pushed everything, everything back. Um, I think had season one been much shorter, if season one had been shorter, we would have been seeing the season two drop last month. Would it have been? Uh, no. Um, uh, this month. It would have been. This now. month, yeah. Yeah, it would have been probably Tuesday coming if it was a three-month season. And I think things would have been a lot better if that, if that post on Friday was like, right, Tuesday, there's going to be new maps, new modes. Um and then season three is going to be three months long. We're going to have more maps, more modes, Forge coming then. Um, and the communication, I think, is something that they've struggled with as well. You know, you look at things like Apex, Fortnite, things like that. The constant communication with what what's coming and, and, and what they're doing. Halo, yeah. um, they've been a little silent, but I think it's because they've they've got nothing to say ultimately. Uh, and, you know, saying nothing's probably better than saying negative or what could be you know considered um negative or yeah yeah you know they've got to try and frame it in a way that can be you know right yeah co-op's been delayed but look at what we're bringing look at we're bringing new maps focus on the new maps don't focus on co-op being delayed um you know new maps new mods and, and and things like that and they really need to yeah get into that regular really schedule of content um and hopefully that starts with season two um, because new maps, new modes, because there is three new modes, just, just, just so you know, there's um, 
uh, land grab, king of the hill, and then a free for all mode. So there will be three new modes, um, at least at the launch of season two, which is I guess gonna gonna help um, as well as new maps. But you know, playing the same set of twelve maps over three months is going to be better than playing the same ten maps over six yeah. months. You know, yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, and I know I know what you're saying. Um, fingers crossed. You know, this is a this this will be positive, but you know, it doesn't take away from the fact that we've got what we've got right now for two moments. And that's a long time. That's almost an entire season of the same stuff we've been playing for the previous four yeah. months, basically now. You know, remember we started playing this back in November when they released the beta. So yeah. Um ultimately I'm excited um for it because it's a game I love. Um but any criticism or any um anything that anybody says against 343 and um what you mentioned there look is perfectly valid and uh, i hope it improves with 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 time um we'll just have to see uh i'm hoping we'll see new story content in the summer look uh maybe you know whatever their summer slash e3 show hopefully they'll have something to show there but that'd be nice i guess it, it depends again how much have they taken away from that to focus on the issues they've had with yeah the side of things you know is there going to be not going to affect there so yeah yeah, I think, I mean that's that's it, isn't it? But as as I say, I think it's just frustrating because I'd I'd rather them almost be as like more transparent, you know, and and just be and just say, you know, this is kind of, you know, the, we you know we have the team and this is what the team is working on. You know, it's divided into these things. You know, I don't see why there's any harm in them confirming. Yes, we're working on single player content. Uh, but you know it's very early stages and we've got you know a team working on that yes we're working on maps and here's kind of the active maps we have in development but you know tba as to when they they're going to be released apart yeah. from the ones we've already said but i i suspect that they can't do that because they don't actually know any of that <laughs> which is um yeah. or, or they do but they 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 just they're don't scared. know they're, they're scared, scared to, yeah, to yeah, yeah yeah because the community backlash since the launch you know, as much as there's been praises over the core experience, the backlash has been just as strong, if not stronger, than the praise that has come their way over yeah, all the things yeah. that, that we've mentioned. They're probably worried uh, worried about that, really. So, yeah. guess we'll we'll see. You know, another yep. two months until we yeah. see more. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, what I will say is this past week has been the least I've played Halo since release. Um, because I saw what the weekly ultimate challenge reward was, and I just said, "Fuck that! I'm not going to follow because it's a load of shit. It's just a little shitty emblem." And I was just like, "Nope." Uh, what did you, what, what did you have to do for it? So you've got to complete all the weekly challenges, and then you've got to complete an ultimate challenge at the end of that. But some of the weekly challenges are bullshit because it's like play a certain mode or capture this certain flag or capture this number of flags. I, I'm right. not a fan of the challenges because it forces the way that you play the game. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'll, I'm probably going to be playing it a lot less over the next two months until we get that new content because uh, I'll probably actually I'll be playing it next week because I've got a new event coming. So that I will play it a little bit more from Tuesday. Once that event's gone again, I'll probably drop off um, because I've completed the fracture event. I've completed the battle pass. Um, not that I need those things to play the game, but also I don't want to be burnt out on the core game before season two releases. You know, so. Yeah, um, Stubbs says press delete. No, I'm not, not going to press delete, Stubbs. I still love the bloody game. <laughs> you know, I just, uh, and, and that's why it's so frustrating because I'm passionate about it. You know, if I didn't like the game, I didn't play the game, I wouldn't care. I couldn't care less. You know, I'd just be saying, yeah, yeah. whatever. But the fact that I like the game so much is the reason why, you know, it causes us to maybe swear at it a little bit from time to time. To time. So, yeah. 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 Cool. Well, um, I know we said we wanted to go for for about an hour this morning. We don't want to take up too much of people's times. I don't. I don't think you know. It's it's Sunday morning. People have things to to get on with their day. It's a lovely day here in the northeast of Manhattan, actually. So it's not bad down here in the south east, actually. So. As well. um, I know, Pucks, you've got to go. You've got a food shop to, to go I and do. do. Yeah, be an adult for the rest fight, of the day. So. I do. I've got to fight the crowds that I hate so much just to get my bread and milk and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. <laughs> Oh, but um, yeah, I will be playing Elden Ring later. So, yeah, you'll have to let us know about what your thoughts are. Actually, probably should we probably should mention is we have set up a Twitch account 
So we might actually be streaming yeah. some stuff um, to, to to Twitch from from time to time as well. So keep it keep an eye out for for that. Um, yeah, but so I think we'll probably probably wrap up wrap up there for for this morning. Um, obviously, appreciate everybody who's joined us in the chat for um, for coming along and having some discussion. Um, I've seen. UK Dazrus has joined. Stubbs has been really active. BMG uh, managed to get himself away from his Greg's Bacon Sarney to, to join us as well. So thank you all uh, very much for, for, for jumping in. And yeah, we're not too sure what we're going to be doing with these shows. This is something a bit different, but you know, if, if we have the time and people like it, then we'll probably try to do this um, every other week, I guess, especially in, in those weeks where we can't do a Thursday podcast. So yeah. Um, cool. Did you enjoy the show, Pucks? I really enjoyed it, actually. Yeah, I was actually quite yeah. looking forward to a. Not say I don't look forward to the to our other shows, obviously, but I think the kind of like a general no topic, no real layout kind of show, and it's more of just a well, the general term shooting the shit, isn't it? Just kind of yeah, yeah. What's been going on? <laughs> Let's just have a chat about it. Let's have, you know talk about what we like, what we love doing. So, and I've really enjoyed it. Actually, it's been a really good hour. Yeah, Luke, did, did you enjoy show, mate? Yeah, totally agree. Uh, any excuse uh, where I can have a coffee as well, that's always good. So, uh, yeah, very much. And and we really only talked about Elden Ring and Halo, so uh, that's good in yeah. my book. <laughs> two, yeah, two great exactly. two great things. Yeah. So We complained a lot. We I complained a lot about that. So <laughs> we complained a lot about Halo. So you might not think I enjoy those games, but I, I think I am. <laughs> um, yeah, so... No, I really enjoyed it too. It was nice to to get together, especially with us missing the show on Thursday. Like, like, like I say, hopefully we'll be um, back uh, this coming Thursday with a with a normal show. We'll see what news hits this week. Um, we might be back next Sunday. We're not too sure. Maybe keep an eye. Like I say, it might be something we do every other week, depending on um, people's uh, availability. But um, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed the show. Please, um, if you can, um, like, share, subscribe, all that usual YouTube stuff. Um, obviously, drop us a comment on the Discord. The link should be in the description. If it's not there, I will add it. Um, and, and let us know what you think. If you like this, if you want us to keep doing it, and we'll look if we can keep it going. But otherwise, yeah, I hope everyone enjoys the rest of their weekend. Um, have a good one, and we'll see you soon. Take care, everybody. Take care, guys. <laughs>